Log on to patreon.com forward slash one sound one scene to support the show. Exclusive apparel is also available at one sound one scene.com. You're listening to one sound one scene podcast where we highlight and promote entrepreneurs, startup businesses, independent music, and creators while offering information and inspiration on topics everyone can relate to. One sound, one scene, one love, one team, one vision, one dream. It's way more than it seems. Aspire, inspire, and we pouring into others. We gotta stay unified. We gotta support each other. One sound, one scene, one love, one team, one vision, one dream. It's way more than it seems. Aspire, inspire, and we pouring into others. We gotta stay unified. We gotta support each other. I double tap my people, picture, I show them love anywhere. Social media in person, I'm showing love anywhere. Give them flowers while they live in sweet aroma. Thanks for tuning in to One Sound, One Scene, representing the 337, the boot shape state. You know, it's Louisiana. It's your girl, Lena Marie. Be sure to log on to the website at onesoundonescene.com on your mobile web device. Hit the subscribe button to get updates on new episodes. We are also available on your favorite podcast outlets such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. We'd love to hear from you. To watch videoed mobile interviews, be sure to subscribe on YouTube as well at One Sound One Scene and hit the bell for notifications so you don't miss a thing. Good morning, guys. Welcome to the show and happy Wednesday to you all. I'm hoping each and every one of you is having a productive, positive week so far. Mine's is going amazing. Today's topic includes interview with independent artist M.A., music break artist spotlight featured from M.A., listener location segment, listener review segment. Now, for some of you who may be new to the show, we have not done an in-depth artist interview yet this year. So you may be asking yourself, I thought that they only covered topics about business, family, and inspirational topics, which is totally not all of who we are. In fact, this podcast was created because of the love and support for music, especially for serious independent artists. They work so hard and don't get their due and respect needed to further themselves And I see a lot of talented artists throw in the towel because of lack of support. So I'm super passionate about real music in general. I have a degree in music business. One of our family businesses is Samaj Music Group, which is an independent record label. And music is definitely near and dear to my heart. I was raised with it. My father sung rhythm and blues. In fact, I love it so much. That's why I created the Spit That platform. So that independent artists with positive music could perform and develop a fan base by way of a live show. So today, I'm super excited. We have an in-depth interview with M.A., who's also new to the artist spotlight this week. If you don't know him, he is a hip-hop independent artist here in the 337 area with bars for days. You will hear his music for the next three consecutive episodes here on the show. So without further ado, welcome to the show. M.A., how are you doing today, sir? I'm doing great. How about yourself? Awesome, awesome. I'm super excited to have you here in the building. Tell the people who you are and where you are from. Man, my name is M.A. I'm an independent artist, originally from Port Island, Louisiana. That's West Baton Rouge for anybody outside the area. And I'm residing in the 337 right now, you know, so we just doing it on our own. We really, really grinding for real, for real. Awesome, awesome. Now, you recently dropped an EP titled BGB, Black Got Bars, Third Down, consisting of five songs. Tell us, what was the mindset behind the EP? Because it's a whole vibe. 
Okay, but before you explain that, let me just put it out there because I don't want people to misconstrue you and put you in a box. You aren't just a bounce club artist. Uh, you are really lyrical and metaphorical with hella bars. So why this whole bounce club vibe for this EP? Uh, well, what I did with this one, um, BGB, it's a, it started as a mixtape. Mm-hmm. It means black guy bars, so this is the third installment of it. So what we end up doing with this one, we knew it was ready to gear up, and this is my first major distribution on all the major platforms everywhere. So we wanted to take the real album approach, but still have that core of what it started from with the mixtape, where we used to use instrumentals or whatever. That's mm-hmm. why the intro is called BGB, so I could just run through rapping to showcase my lyrical skills on, on that track. But the other tracks, I wanted to create, like, singles you know like tell me that's really like my main single that we rolling off off the project and then i got like yeah i wanted that that local baton rules type of song i really don't make music like that but i wanted to do something to connect and touch with home so that's why i feel like that and the other records is just you know we was having fun in the studio to just still get them good sounding on music out Awesome, awesome. I'm excited about that. So how do you differ from other artists, whether it be mainstream or independent? Um, That's a simple question. Well, the answer is simple. I think I'm just myself. Uh, that's why the stage name MA, that's my initials. My government is Mark Alexander. So I was once told by a mentor of mine that, you know, when you songwriting, if you just relating to life stories and stuff that's just going on, you mm-hmm. always going to have a record that you can create. So I don't have this image that I have to uphold like a gangster rapper or a D-boy or this big pimp or whatever that I have to have a fictitious Right. Lifestyle. So being myself, man, I'm able to have free reigns to just talk about being a father, some records, stuff that we've done in the past, current events or whatever. So just being myself, I feel like I'm able to just always create music and I'm myself. So I stand out from everybody just because it's me. But at the same time with that also... I'm not different from everybody else. I'm relatable, so I think that's why a lot of people gravitate. Right. And it's just, thank God, for the talent that is able to be pleasant to the ear when people hear, like, oh, he's nice, or whatever, and give you a compliment. But like I say, the answer is simple, just being authentic to who I am. Right. You You can never go wrong with authenticity. Right. And, you know, supporters or no, they'll know whether or not you're being authentic or not. So um, that is super good. I love that about you. And one thing I do love about your music, your voice. I appreciate that. <laughs> hey, that's one of my biggest compliments. Yes. I ain't gonna lie. When people be like, oh, like if I'm on a record with other people, mm-hmm. they be like, oh, I Stands know when out. you went on. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that's cool because I don't have to have a, oh, I sound like such and such artist or I have to, no, I'm me. So that's every record. And then when being able to be versatile too, no matter the subject matter or the tracks or whatever, I can still bring the M.A. song. Mm-hmm. And being an independent artist, when you focus on your business, that's huge on a brand because right. I want to stand out. I need people to know, oh, that's M.A. when I start rapping off, I'm on the hook or I'm talking or whatever. So, yeah, I appreciate that. That's a huge compliment. Yeah, aside from the lyrical content, I feel like that's your superpower. And a lot of artists have that. They, right. and they, they always try to downplay that. I don't know why, because they want to fall in the hole of let me follow the trend. Right. But when you step outside of let me follow the trend, the trim, and let me be me, let right. me do me, you need to be that's a your superpower. Right. right. And so when I hear your records, it's like your voice commands attention. I appreciate and, that. And it makes my ear want to listen to more so um especially coming up from the baton rouge area and the era that i came in doing music right it was a little before the jig came in but mm -hmm. once that came in the artists that fell into that 
to get that quote unquote local success or whatever, they fizzled out because once that trend went away, us as consumers, that's what we wanted to hear from you. Right. So by me never getting into that and just staying true to myself, I was able to sustain a career with it where now that I have peers that we was doing it together with, they kind of nobody wanted him no more because they only wanted to him in that trend. Right. So I would tell a lot of artists who listening to this, don't, that's, that's scary. Like if you're not a trendsetter and that's not what you're doing, don't follow the trend because somebody else has been successful for you. Chances are it's not going to work out for you. Right. Like the one hit wonders, you right. know, like right. just do you, stay do true you. to you, be authentic and you're going to always... You know, stay above that curve. Right. So when people are listening to your music, what is the experience you want them to take away from it? Man, I want them to have a real life experience. I want them to relate to me. Mm -hmm. Of course, I want them to enjoy the music, you know. But for the most part, and I know I don't display that a lot on BGB unless you get to, like, bullish. A lot of people tell me that one. But, see, with the track Bullish, it's more on where we at now with this entrepreneurial spirit mm -hmm. and encouraging everybody to handle their business right financially. But with that, it's just a whole conscious effort. I want you to think and learn something and take something from my music and have that longevity. Like, even when you hear it the first time, I try to put nuggets and good advice into my lyrics. So right. the third, fourth, fifth, sixth time you listen to it, You'll be like, wow, I didn't even catch that. And that make you like it even more. That give you the longevity. And some of my favorite artists do that. So I think that's the only thing I do. Emutate from other people mm -hmm. that I want to put something in it where it's like food is feeding you. I don't want to just give you basic substance and you just take it and you got everything the first time. Now I want to feed you for a while. Right. Not No empty-headedness going on around here. Right. <laughs> so who are your musical influences and who do you aspire to do a record with? Um, my influences, I'm about to date myself. I'm 35 years old, so it's all good. <laughs> uh, I grew up a, a huge Master P fan, and yeah. so the whole No Limit Chronicles right now, that's what I was being watching. But uh, And from the business side, you know, so I was real big on even before. That's why I kind of wasn't even worried about a record deal. If one would have came, that's fine. Yep. But I wasn't tripping because I wanted to create my own, you know, and build and give opportunities to others. So with that, I was big on Master P, and then it switched to Jay-Z. I liked the Jay-Z with the lyricists and everything, uh -huh. but aspect of so the Sean Carter businessman, I always was big into that. And just in the booth, you know, like Lil Wayne, J. Cole, guys like that, D1, a local artist from New Orleans that mm -hmm. I really like, people that I feel like are talented, but they also give you something from the music. Right. You know, and if I could do music with someone, man, I got a song called I Feel Like Juvenile on BGB Third Down. I like that one. That would be a fire remix with, you know, with, mm -hmm. with Juvenile. You know what I'm saying? He could bless <laughs> me with that one, you know, so we speaking that one to existence. But okay. any, anybody <laughs> I, I grew up listening to, you know, and... The, the new people, whatever, it really don't matter. I wouldn't mind working with anybody, you know, just being honest. So I like what you said about, you know, making your own way. Because a lot of artists these days, they think, oh, I'm going to just get a record deal. And then all they worry is going to be wiped away. Right. Right. But which is furthest from the truth. Because let's talk a little bit about that. You go, you sign your life away. Right. Some of, some of them, you got to get some crazy long album Projects done out the way. Right. Two, three, four album or longer commitments right. with a deal. 360, they want everything. Yep, 360 deals too. But um, for me, I always wanted to have that, let me knock down my own trees, let me create my own path, and let me bring people with me right. type mentality. And uh, back to the whole 360 record label stuff, I mean, the 
the debt. You're just putting yourself in debt. Right. You're giving away your creativity. Right. You 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 going from being independent to becoming a slave right. to what they want from you. Right. You know, and I don't think that that is being talked about enough because I still hear it. Right. You know, you would think right now people want to be independent and have their own thing, but I still hear it from artists. Oh, I want a deal. I want a deal. Mm. Because what's crazy too, first off. You touched on a lot of great points. But what's crazy right now in 2020, you can have everything you need in your cell phone. But we would right. rather just be on Facebook, you know, being on the foolishness, being on TikTok, making fun videos, being on Snapchat, watching other people, being on Instagram, liking pictures. We still consume. Mm -hmm. But all this information, I read a meme the other day that said right now we consume more information in a day than people in I don't know exactly what year, but it was like their whole lifetime. Wow. But I can believe that. Right now, what I'm currently doing, while we're still working on marketing and promoting and pushing BGB 3rd now, I'm currently reading this music publishing book. Even mm -hmm. though I own all my masters and all my publishing, I'm still educating myself every day, every yes. night. And I tell my kids, they see me on my laptop all the time. And I'm like, well, when daddy on his laptop, he's sending um, emails, networking, or he's reading or learning or taking some kind of course with his business to grow. You know, because I need to build something that at the minimum, if my children want to do music, I'm able to protect them and they can put out their crap the right way. And mm -hmm. we could keep that money and that legacy in the family instead of going to sign it out, getting along, a.k.a. a deal. Mm -hmm. You know, because you hear these advanced numbers and, and now you see, too, they try to do that. Oh, such and such is signed for a million, two million, three million. So when you have uneducated, poor people in, in no the inner city hear that. They were like, oh, I can have one song and get, no, because if these labels give you two million, you got to, they got to recoup. But recoup mean, I'm going to break that down simple. They need to get that money back. Right. So the two million they give you, they instantly want that two million back. Plus, you're going to sign a deal where the terms going to have, okay, well, for every record you sell, we're going to get this and the shows and blase this, blase that. So that's the percentage. That's your interest. It's just like going to get a loan, mm -hmm. getting a car, getting a house or whatever. The amount of money, that's the principal. Yeah, you're going to pay that back. You already understand that. But however your credit is, they're going <laughs> to get a higher percentage. So if you're a nobody, you got this one song on SoundCloud or Instagram that's taken off, you have a low credit score in the music industry. So they're going to add more money to you because they're going to feel like, oh, we're giving you this huge platform. So we're going to recoup the two million we gave you back plus the other three, four million you make. So you're going to walk away with the deal with $100,000. But you got to live this fake lifestyle of being a rapper. You can't show you got a hundred grand. Right, right. Because you can have a regular job making 100000 You got to live a $5 million lifestyle. So you lead a label in debt. And we don't get that because we still live this fake fantasy, make-believe life. But it's not really that hard to do it on your own. And I don't know. It's crazy. But on the flip side, too. Why not create our own and give jobs? Like, I want right. to sign artists. I'm not going to be able to rap forever, even though I could. Right. I don't want to. I want to give younger kids opportunities that I could see when I was 15 and 16 years old version of myself and of them. Let me set you up the right way. Even though you'll be signing me, I'm not going to put you in a bad situation long term and give you the game along the way. So once you leave Mad Fresh Recordings, you have your own situation and you know how to maneuver and navigate the correct way in the business because at the end of the day, this is the music business. Right. It's not music. We're not just rapping and freestyling like we had a high school lunch cafeteria beating on the table. Like, no, we got to handle our business. So I think I'm also the advocate of that. You know what I'm saying? And I, and I like that role that I'm in right now, being independent, pushing that. Right. That's my thing on everything when I'm talking to somebody or whatever. I want them to know, let's handle our business the correct way. You know? I like that you brought that up. And a lot of, like you had said something earlier, 
about um, everything is at our disposal. Right. Right. So you don't have to go and wish for a deal, knock down the doors, because, look, you got it in your pocket. They got distribution platforms. Right. Right. They got everything is there for you to do. I mean. Everything. That's why I do what I do. Um, with music business background, with this podcast, because I want to provide a platform for artists such as yourself to have that extra light to get shined on because a lot of people throw in the towel early because they don't have that support. And so when we sit down with artists and we talk to them, we don't just be like, oh, you're a dope artist, you're this and this and that. No, let's talk about the business side because that's most important. Right. That's what's going to feed your family for legacies to come. Right. And so if that paperwork is not right, those contracts don't look right, then you screwed. Don't do it. Right? Distributions, I mean, let's just talk real quick. There's CD Baby. There's right. Tune Core. Right. There's Distro Kid right. and a few others. Right. You could go sign up right now for a few bucks a, a year and get your music on every platform less out there. Less than a haircut. Bro, you exactly. could push your music for less than a haircut. Exactly. It's crazy. You need to go sign up with one of these uh, PRO companies, right. whether it's ASCAP or BMI. Right. You know, so you could start getting your radio royalties and all that good right. stuff if you're going to put your stuff on the radio. Right, exactly. And there's other things that you need to do in lieu of that right. but i mean sit down and talk to somebody ask questions do the research it is out there but it's i feel like there. a lot of people is lazy right and they don't they no longer want to be a student of the craft right and so You're they preaching. miss the biggest part of it that's the truth and i feel like man like that it's cliche but it's the truth you want to hide something from us put it in a book we don't want to read we now we to the point now because we like watching videos if it's you know something and we, that's and we can't watch it we don't even want right to, like if you it's say, something read foolish it. right <laughs> but even a informative video that's giving you the game we don't even have time for that so what's crazy to me you always hear people oh, i'm getting a bag i'm hustling i'm grinding no yeah yeah what you putting up on the scoreboard it's if they say life is a game you know what well, we taking score of the points like mm-hmm. what you putting up on the scoreboard is not adding up to you grinding right you know you're being lazy you're doing it the wrong way and you still wishing and hoping for somebody else to come through and save you now when that person come quote unquote as a savior and sign you and give you a deal you, you can't even know get what's mad. going on though. right because at the <laughs> end of the day what a 360 deal is and i wanted to touch on that earlier Simple form. A 360 deal, let's say you start off as an independent artist. Let's use MA for existence. Even though that would never happen to me, but let's just use me. <laughs> I got this sound like, yeah, everybody's uh-huh. starting to like it. Regional. So let's just say some major record exec here and like, oh, man, you see this guy MA, he got the sound like, yeah, we can use this. So he come to me with a million dollars. Boom, I take the million dollar loan. I'm signed to, I'm about to jack you records, and I'm with it. <laughs> then after that, I get these million dollars, and... Another TV person see me like, wow, bro, this dude tall, dark. We could put him in acting. He got a following. He got a million followers on Instagram. They signed me to a movie deal. Well, I'm about to jack you records. It's about to take about percentage, to check a of percentage of my contract of <laughs> because the 360 is a complete circle. Whatever M.A. does, because they didn't took my name. Mm-hmm. And like I told you earlier, M.A. is my mama gave me that. Uh-huh. So now I'm about to jack you records on that. So I'm really a slave. I make this movie, they get a percentage from that. I do some commercials, they get a percentage from that. Everything I do. because Brand ambassador, clothing line, what, all that stuff. What I they're going to look at is, if we wouldn't have never gave you this million and put you on this platform, nobody would want to work with you. When in our actuality, that's so 
far from the truth because we have the internet at our disposal. And if I grind and put my stuff out, these same people who want to work with me after I got on your platform is going to want to work with me from my platform. But I don't understand that. I'm looking for the quick fix. I want somebody else to put in all that work so I could just recoup the money on the back end that I feel like I'm getting when I'm really getting peanuts on a dollar. And that's why I never felt like when people say, oh, I got Jack from Adele or this person. No. no, you didn't know what was going on. Exactly. You deserve to get exactly what happened to you. So we got to educate ourselves and find out what's going on for real, for real. It's not that hard. Exactly. And you know what? There is a lot of people, and I'm going to just say this because we've learned this along the way. Right. People feel okay. She sitting down. She having a conversation with me. She giving me the game. I don't value it because I'm not attaching a dollar sign behind right. it. So you know when they say the game got to be sold, not, not told? told right. That's the truth. Right. Because people won't accept it unless they're paying for it. Right. And that's true. Also, I had a, a, a huge mentor of mine Which years ago told me that the same thing you're saying is the truth. But they perceive it if you hop out like a Bentley or exactly. if you on TV and you got millions of, because they're going to be like, oh, I may know what he's talking about because he's successful. Right. Which is a facade. And that's why even with that, I'm big into marketing. I've been taking marketing classes or whatever. Just mm-hmm. that's part of the independent grind. But seeing that on like on the digital platforms, these guys that you could tell they selling you a dream or whatever, they go rent cars, rent right. houses and all that just to shoot a 30 minute, a 30 second ad. I mean, excuse mm-hmm. me. But they know people going to buy because they're going to see the lifestyle. They're not even understanding what they're saying because if they've done their own research, they're going to realize, hold up, it don't go like that. But the average person, not, we're consumers for the most part, so they're going to see this fictitious lifestyle and they're going to buy that. Right. So what he was saying, I didn't get it at first. So I'm like, nah, man, I'm speaking the truth. But mm-hmm. the older I'm getting and realizing, I'm like, ah, oh, he is making sense. Well, like you said, that's the truth. The game is to be sold, not told. And we consumers, we want to buy it. Mm-hmm. You know, we want to buy it. That's why I hate to say this. A pair of sneakers don't cost a lot of money. We put the value on sneakers. Right. You know, that's from designers. That's from high and whatever you want to call it. So, honestly, the same shoe that's in Walmart that we devalue that's 10 20 bucks. Chances are they're not making that much because the production is around that price. But the same shoe that caused that same much to be made, we attach certain brands and certain value to it that we spend hundreds upon hundreds of dollars for because we value it as such. Mm-hmm. You know, so the same thing that we just need something to cover our foot, make sure we don't get anything in the bottom of our feet or whatever protectors to walk in. We like, oh, we need such and such logo on this shoe. Right. To do that. So I spend three, four, five, six, seven, a thousand dollars for that shoe to do it. When in our actuality, what we need from the shoe, we can get that from Walmart. And I said, I'll let to say this. We put value on stuff that's really not valuable, but it's by design. So that's why in 2020, we could still see people want to get a record deal because we still value that as success. Because what I'm doing right now is an independent artist, other artists that haven't had not even success, but then done as much as me, feel like, oh, you're not doing nothing because you're not signed to so-and-so. Right. You're not associated with so-and-so. That's why you see a lot of these local independent artists when they get an opportunity for a photo op with an artist that they didn't pay thousands of dollars to get on their song. Right. They do it because other people don't understand the business or the game thing. Damn, he about to make it. My little nephew then just done a song with, with Artist X, and mm-hmm. he got a picture with him on Instagram. He's going to be behind the scene. All that money they just spent for all that Thousands of likes that they got, you know, because right. they platform not even big enough for it to be beneficial. They could have used that to market that same record with them by themselves. 
put it on Spotify, marketed, and was able to start getting money on the back end with their own royalties, but they don't understand the business side of it, so it happens every day I'm on the day, so and it's glad crazy. You brought up some valid, valid it's points. Crazy. I hope y'all listening, man. I hope y'all listening. I hope y'all listening. Man, you said some good stuff. Before I hang it up, I'm gonna do a project called Gems. Called Gems. Yeah. Okay. Before, not no time soon, but just before. Look, I got excited. I thought you was about <laughs> to start telling me some secrets before, about Gems. Yeah, before, <laughs> no time soon though, because you know I've been doing it a while, but now with you know what I'm saying finding out the real because a lot of this stuff too that was me, but what's crazy, like I said, I grew up watching Master P, and the thing that mm-hmm. I always liked about Master P wasn't the greatest rapper. But when I was little, my, you know, Limited throw out an album almost every week. Right. But the only thing that was consistent, two things, that Tank, that fake Tank would be on the yeah. back of the artwork, <laughs> and executive producer Percy Master P. Miller. Right. If it was his album or not. So when I found out Master P was Percy Miller, I'm like, bro, this dude is on everybody. I used to tell my friends in like middle school. I'm like, bro, P is the best. They used to argue, it's C Murder, it's Mia X's Miska. No, it's mm-hmm. Master P. Like, he owns the label. He's on every, and I was one of the first ones to pick that up. But now I see why my purpose, they didn't get it because they were still worrying about the bars. And I'm like, it's not about that, even at an early age. So I'm saying all that. To explain, man, if we handle our business with our music, everybody don't have to like what you're doing or whatever. But the platform is so big with the Internet, you're going to find your audience. You're going to have a niche. And if you do it correctly, you dot all your I's and you cross all your T's, you're going to make money. What we in the game for? Right. Now, if you want to change the game and you want to put out some valid content, you create that product as such. But if you want to generate revenue, you create a product. That's going to generate revenue and you put it out right, it's going to come back to you. It's not hard. That's why other people can do it. But they charge you for, you don't know it, I'm doing it, I done created this system. Right. I'm going to plug you in to make money out for you and I'm going to pay you a percentage, whatever I feel like you deserve. Or if you're not trying to negotiate with me, I'm going to give you less than nothing. You know, yeah. so in that situation, how did you really get jacked or you got messed over by the label when we know at this point, when you watch Unsung and look at all these biopics or whatever, this has been happening since the beginning of the game. Right. It's no reason in 2020 somebody should get the TLC deal. I was just about to say that. You took that out of my mouth. The deal that people was getting in multi. None of that. It shouldn't happen to you. Right. Like we just said earlier, you can go to DistroKid. I'm on Mm DistroKid. BGB is on every platform. Whatever your favorite. I'm not even going to tell you what platform. Whatever you listen to your music at, you can hear me on. Right. That costs me less than what I pay for me and my son to get a haircut. Right. So as an artist, if you're not in that situation, I have zero sympathy for you because it's right. You can go Google it. Like, they don't want to do the work. And a lot of people, they don't want to stand the test of time, whatever that is. Like, most of us, even in business, right, just the traditional business sense or entrepreneurial spirit, right? Right. We want to live a popcorn lifestyle, microwavable uh, lifestyle, where we want it to happen and we want it to happen now. Well, it's the same thing with music. You have to grind. Whatever right. your path is, you have to be consistent with it and persistent with it enough for that thing to open up and become something. Right. But too many people want to put an expiration date on their dreams and right. their goals and their talents, right? right? You said you're 35. Most people your age would be like, oh, I'm too old to rap. I'm too old to rap. Who said you too old to speak? Man, Jay-Z, 50. Come on, yeah, man. I'm, exactly. a, I'm still a baby. Lil Wayne, older than me. Yeah, and he was so, the youngest hot boy. So at the same time, and, and I remember telling Broderick this, 
era a while back. When you look at it like that, we the only because hip hop still a, a young genre of music. Right. We the only genre of music that oh, this is a young man sport. When you look at country and rock and all these other genres of music, these guys, 60, 70, rock 80, still in the studio and on exactly. the road. They still grinding like this, they first touring. album. R&B you know, still yeah. Touring. They still touring. But at the same time, they music stand the test of time and it grows with their fan base. Because okay, the 35 year old MA isn't rapping like the 15 MA. Right. I was 14 the first time. I got blessed to record a real song. That's from 14 to now, the subject matter didn't change. You know why? Because majority of the people that listen to my music was around my age. They're 35. Mm-hmm. They're married. They got kids. They got real lives. They're dealing with stuff that they ain't able to be on an all-night flight. So if I'm 35 talking about some foolery for the teens, they don't want to hear that because the teenagers are going to be like, man, this old man right. wearing these skinny jeans, ripped <laughs> jeans. No, somebody <laughs> dad needs to go sit down. But if I'm producing my product for what my peers and my age group could like, and then if an 18-year-old hear that, right. and like, wow, man, he running that real, that's why you see someone like a Jay-Z or a Lil Wayne or a Yo Gotti, Rick Ross and them stand the test of time because the music they're making and it's beneficial, it can grow and it grows with their fan base because right. they elevate also. Your, your fan base matures with you. Right. But And we, we still young in the whole hip-hop genre of that so i'm part of that wave that is gonna grow into so like i said at 35 man i could easily be making an album in 10 years because i'm gonna have 45 years who gonna be able to listen to the music and who knows where hip-hop will be at in 10 years anyway where it's like man we got so many rappers in their mid to late 30s early 40s and 50 years like i say jay-z is 50 he ain't the only one 50 but you know he's the biggest one mm-hmm. That's a half a century years old. You know what I'm saying? Just being real. But he stood the test of time because he kept elevating with his music. He didn't try to stay in 96 rapping in 2020. And because he stayed authentic. Right. And when you're authentic, you don't have to make believe stuff. You don't have to go search outside of you. You don't have to, you know, put on a front. And then that's how your fan base grows with you. Right. That's true. So that's that's good. That's good. And then, like, another thing you had said earlier, um, like, materialistic fake success right. you know like you value success your your value of success is different from most right. you know my value of success is different from most but people are not gonna see that why because you're not pulling up in a bentley why because right. you're not living in a million dollar house right. so they're gonna take what you have to say like hmm he don't know what he's talking about right. look where he at which i think is foolish because you could tell people who have sense and who can drop some jewels right that's you true. know so i listen to people all walks of life because, you know, a homeless man could give me some knowledge and drop me some jewels. But there's too many people that want to value success with material things and they miss the boat. They miss it and they get played like that too. I remember my mama told me a long time ago that even when somebody lying to you, like 3 to 10% of that lie going to be the truth because mm-hmm. they have to add the truth in it to hook your attention so you can pay attention to the lie. So I always open my ears and pay attention because I know every conversation I'm going to receive something from, but also I'm big on learning something new every day because right. I look at it. If I get one new thing in my tool belt, in a year, next year, I done got 365 yes. times better than I was when the year started. You know, so that's just some person, the average person on, man, if it's not quick, fast, quick scheme, that's how we able to get scammed and schemed out of stuff so fast because we looking to just get the reward and not putting any work. A lot of people don't value the process. And I'm big on the grinding with that, you know. I'm big on, man, I'm putting the work, driving to the studio, writing these songs that, 
So when people start telling me they like BGB, I'm not arrogant or whatever, but I know the work I put into that project. Right. So I'm expecting you to like it. I don't expect you to be like, whoo, I'm shot you made a good right. one. No, I put in the work. This, you know, I'm, I'm That's able now right, to reap the rewards right. of all the hard work I put in, especially with that project right there, knowing what I was up against, what we wanted to do. And then COVID came right when we had scheduled to start recording. You know, so... Everything is different right now, but I'm like, I'm not letting nothing stop me. I'm getting on mm-hmm. my aspect of grinding this summer into the fall to push this record that needs to come out early summer. So we're going to start recording in the spring. We're recording in the spring. We're going to do it. Some people need, Lil Wayne said this years ago about rappers that act like R&B singers. They need the perfect concept. They need writers. They need the studio mm-hmm. with the right... You know, lighting, they need Such a handful needless. of people in it. Right. No, it don't matter what happened. Put the beat on. If I need to write on my phone, write on a piece of paper. Man, I'm going to just freestyle every line. We put it together. We got to work. A right. lot of people don't want to work, but they just want the paycheck at the end of the week. It don't work like that. And you said something I want to piggyback off of because you said something about the process, right? Right. People don't want to marry the process, but they want to get to the mountaintop. But the process is going to be the thing that is going to build you up to be able to sustain the mountaintop. Because if you don't go through the process of becoming, what are you going to do once you get there? It's going to collapse. Right. Right. And so you and and, and if you have a mission and a purpose to give back. Right. Like such as yourself, you want to give back to other artists. How can you give back in a way? That's going to help them to be sustainable if you never been through the, the, the mud and the grit. That's true. If you never figured out how to maneuver through some things and get some things done. That's true. If it was always packaged up right and pretty and perfect for you, how are you going to be able to do that? Right. If you never went through the storm and the rain, you ain't going to appreciate the The sunshine. rainbow. Right. right. You're not going to appreciate it. If it's always sunny, everything always perfect. The small little adversity you're gonna fall. Exactly. You know, and they and they said that I'm not about to make light of suicide, but they said that when we went through our recession years back, that a lot of them guys that got money the easy way and the fast way and they was living these make believe lifestyles and all that, soon the recession hit, they didn't even think of a way that I can ride this out. They just started killing themselves. Like I can't even fathom going through this. But then you look at us. Like, we, man, you know. I said like, we recession-proof man, people. Man, we did eight, you know, <laughs> eggs and rice and, you know what I'm saying, sugar sandwiches and I, yeah. we ain't tripping. So once we build in, T.I. said this years ago, and I, I appreciate that because it's the truth. If I create something and lose it, my biggest thing, I'm not tripping because now I know how to get, get it, it and I'm going to get it back way faster because I did it myself. Right. You know, nobody had to give me a handout. This wasn't something I already created. And I take pride when other artists and peers of mine come to me and ask, how you do this? How you do that? They have guys that I look up to that been hitting me up recently about, man, how you got on this platform? How you put this out? How you... Let me put my arm around you. Look, this is how you do it. Exactly. Because that's what we're supposed to do. Also, man, reach one, teach one. We're supposed to do that. But another thing we have bad, too, and that's by design, that... Oh, if I got it, I don't want you to get it because I'm looking at you as competition. Right. We not going to grow like that. We need strength in numbers. If 2020 ain't showing you nothing, we need to unify as much as possible. Like, nah, we need our hands on deck. Everybody in a position to be some owners. So when we come to the table, we pull all our resources together and we're going to make it better for each other long term. But if you're not in that position, you can't help the cause, quote unquote, the culture that everybody talk about. So I don't know. I kind of look at it different, but I know they have a lot of people that view everything. Everything like how I view it. Mm-hmm. And I feel too that's why a lot of people receive my music well also because it's nothing special. Not 
not about to belittle it, but you know what I'm saying? It's nothing special or different. What I'm saying, I'm just speaking the truth that people want to hear so they get behind it and gravitate to that. Right. Because it's the truth. And that's why last year I was so big on, you know, I don't compete, I collaborate. Right. Because people need to learn how to come together and create a masterpiece of something great. Right. Like, people want to be a part of something great. Now, don't get me wrong, not everybody is made to be... The, the person that's going to be the face of something true. or, you know, to spearhead it. Some people just are doggone good managers, right. you know, good people to good idea person. Right. right. But if we put all those flavors together, how good of a drink we can create that's together than if we separate. Right. And so that's why I'm big on. Hey, I tell people all the time. I got more talent than money. Right. Let's put our talent together and let's go get this money. Let's get this money. Right. right? But. Too many people feel like, oh, if I give her my ideas or if I put my ideas with this shit. No, let me tell you something. (laughs) I can tell you. You don't know how many people call me, contact me about podcasting all the time. I give them my equipment list. I tell them what distribution I'm using, all that stuff. Why? Because I am the secret sauce in my recipe. Right. right? Nobody's going to be able to do what I do and how I do it. Right. Because it was my calling. Right. And I'm I'm meant to resonate with whoever I'm meant to resonate with. And you can't take that from me. What's for me is for me. And what's for you is for you. Point blank, period. Right. But iron sharpen iron. Let's sharpen each other's pencils. Right. That's so true. You know, and you said something earlier about, you know, it was nothing that COVID could have do to stop you get this mission done. That's why I rolled out intentional state of mind-ism. I like that. Because you have to be intentional about everything. If you're not intentional, in- intentional, if you're not intentional, you're going to wake up like an accident. Right. Right? Every day. And we are all here for a purpose. Right. And we have to spend the rest of our lives figuring that out, whatever it is. I had a close friend of mine that gave me on the Purpose Driven Life by Rick Warren years ago that I read. Read that. My husband and read that when we first got yeah, together. That's man, what he was that reading. One, bro, that, that <laughs> one opened me up. Because I'm, I'm like, all right, so my mom big on reading, you mm-hmm. know. So I was always into reading. But like I said, I had a, not really a stint, but just, you know what I'm saying? I, was I like guess that I too. was a product of our environment. I hated to read. I was on some other stuff. And then, you know, it kind of came back. And they say the way you train a child, they're going to, you know what I'm saying? So I got back to my source of the knowledge aspect. And once I started putting that as a focus, once I started getting books of that magnitude that I know, hold up, man, this is like life guides. Like this is going to put me on a path to handle my business how it's supposed to. So reading that. I move with a purpose. Even though I'm not perfect, I'm still off. And I'm like, I'm one of my biggest critics, if not the biggest, because I know, like, I require and expect so much from myself. Mm-hmm. But still having the right path to follow and understanding, oh, I have a purpose. I need to move like this. I'm doing the right thing and that. It keeps me focused to know, like, today was just a strain, even though it was simple. But my wife was going with the kids. My son really ain't feel like moving, but I'm like, no, because the same way I'm going to put that effort into a nine to five and go get on those people clock, this is my clock. Right. I got to go to work. You know, like Drake said, I'm working on the weekends like usual. Man, right. I'm doing something with my music every day from emails to networking to tracking beats to writing to doing interviews, whatever it needs to be that's going to push the project forward. I have to do that, and that's a purpose. And a lot of people don't have a purpose. A lot of people have desires and dreams. I'm a big dreamer. Right. But if you don't put those dreams together to have a real goal, a real plan, how can you execute it? Because also you're just going to waver. Like you're not really 
solid and don't have no foundation. You're not rooted in that. You just see, oh, such and such was successful at this. Now I want to do you're that. You're not committed to this, yourself. You're just all over the place. Mm-mm. It's going to be so hard to grow and really handle your business and whatever success is to you. I really feel like success is whatever in your heart that do you desire to do and you achieve that, you're successful. Like, right. We put this make-believe number, magical number. Right. Like, <laughs> you might not have no desire to be a millionaire. Right. I might want to be a billionaire. Whatever. If I'm able to be successful out for $100,000, I'm successful. Because one thing I tell people, too, is we have these nine to fives. We're not making a lot of money. It's not designed for you to get rich off a job. Mm-hmm. So if you can create your own thing and you can own it, and you able to replace that income from that nine to five, and you can take care of your family off of that. That's success in my book. You successful on top of once you kick the bucket because there's we all gonna leave, and you able to pass that down to your family and they own it and they can push it forward. That's successful. Yes. You own this. No matter what nine to five you work at, you can work that 30, 40, 50, 60 years. When you die, they not gonna hire your child. Right. If your child not able to do what you was doing, them people do not want them on their clock. And yesterday, um, me and my little brother, we call on a sneaker company called Mad Fresh. Y'all mm-hmm. follow us on Instagram at Shop Mad Fresh. Here, and that's my little plug. But uh-huh. all jokes aside, it made three years yesterday. Congrats. Thank you. And and I posted that on the post. I say the biggest thing that I want from this is my four kids, my three. And my godson, which is my little brother, little boy, mm-hmm. I want my four to be in a position one day that once we make Mad Fresh something to pass down, they can keep the legacy going. Right. You know, because that's what's important. We own this. Nobody can come tell me the day or tomorrow, stop Mad Fresh or right. do this to Mad Fresh. No, I'm not even about to entertain that. We not getting mad. We not arguing that because I own that. But now at my job, if I come in in the morning, I got a pink slip with my name on it. Guess what? It's over with. That's I it. didn't put in all that work. You ain't got all these awards for employee of the month. All that. It don't Never matter. Never miss no days. You laid out right. You did everything you were supposed to do. You was the best worker. Perfect attendance. And they decide, hey, for budget cuts, uh, we love that more. But hey, we can't afford to pay them anymore. You're right. gone. You know? And it's the same thing with music or whatever, man. You own this. And like I say, I'm currently reading a um, music publishing book. It's good. I don't know the name of it. I'll tag y'all in it. It is good, though. But what I'm getting at is like, the, and that's what the main thing they saying. Like, man, dot all your I's and cross all your T's with your publishing. Even, and what was making me really proud of myself while I was reading that, a lot of this I already done. With third down, but for my next project and stuff in the future, stuff that I can still add and grow to know, like being on the Nielsen BDS. Mm-hmm. It's yep. something so simple that if you have a single, everything on third down got a radio edit. Because the it, we have a rollout of the singles we want to push out, but at some point, the fans are going to start determining, oh, we want to hear this song, we want to hear right. So having that already radio edit and ready, but then when you look into the Nielsen BDS, like, criteria how the song has to be formatted it has to be formatted a different way so knowing that early in the recording process you already we have got like that three, four, five different folders of okay so these the bds nelson files of the song so when that's in up and that's money right there they're gonna pay you any certain radio stations that's nelson bds so now when i'm sending out these emails you know what you understand if your podcast or your independent radio station or your fm radio station not Nelson BDS. All right, don't pay back the publishing of BMI. 
Cool. If you could help me pub and I ain't really spending that much money for the promotion or whatever, and I'm getting a nice platform, cool. That's beneficial long term. Right. But if it's not, I'm not about to waste your time. You're not about to waste mine. Right. I'm going to go reach out to the people that's going to be able to put me in a position to start recouping money on the royalty aspect of right. it. Right. That make perfect sense. A lot of artists not thinking of that. They thinking of, man, I want a hit record. Everybody at home riding around listening to saying they like it. Okay, that's cool. If they ain't buying it or if they ain't streaming it or if you ain't making no money, what you doing? You just in the conversation in the barbershop for this week, especially in the new cycle we move in now. Mm -hmm. When I was little, you probably had your six-month run. Now you probably <laughs> got your six days, if that. Yes. You got to have a hot record to have six days. You know, I got to keep posting third down over and over and over for people to be like, man, let me finally check it out. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because it's so much stuff going on. Being honest, how I'm going to compete with Rest in peace to the Black Panther if I'm posting that right now. Right. I have to stay consistent. People, I have to stay in their face and they'll know, wow, let me check it out. Mm -hmm. But I have to understand that also instead of saying, oh, your own people don't support you. People hating on you. They mad. No, that's an ignorant mind frame to have. Yes. I never said that in three years of owning Mad Fresh. I have close friends that I know post shoes they bought from other people. If the shoes... Nice and it's something I wear. I like the picture. I don't be like, well, why you didn't come to us? Right. You hate no, it's bigger than that. They might feel like, well, man, Mark just started selling shoes yesterday. He probably ain't going to have shoes next week. You I've been buying shoes from these people for 10 years. Right. Boom, I'm only around three years. So maybe when I'm year 11 or 12, they might feel like, wow, he's serious. Let me go to his boutique and shop. I have to respect that. This is a business. It's not personal. But a lot of people be so focused on the wrong stuff that they be in the web, like you just said, they had a talent, but they being away with their own emotions and feelings to yeah. stop the money from coming. I, I didn't see people talk about, you know, F Lafayette, blah, 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 blah. And then the next week you're talking about the city. Look, I'm dropping my new album. <laughs> like, how could you do that? You know what I mean? And then you said something about, um, this is this is what I like to talk about, too, because, you know, when you first come out in business or music or whatever it is, you think immediately people supposed to support you, your family, your friends. I got news for y'all. It's going to be strangers that's going to support you first. Why? Because your family and your friends know know you. Right. I tell people all the time, look at yourself in the mirror. And see the image that you are putting out there. Start with you. Like Michael Jackson said, look at the man in the mirror and take Thanks. accountability Thanks. for that. If you don't like the energy that you are receiving from people, what energy are you putting out there? That's right? Because it's the boomerang effect. Right. The law of reciprocity. What you put into the life of others will come back, back to you. Right. Now, just because you decided I'm going to be a good person today don't mean that that erase all the past stuff that you done did. Right, it might take a year or two before <laughs> all that karma come back to you. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, so true. you just have to continue to plant good seeds and wait for that good harvest to come along. Right. You know, and back to what I said about your family and friends, they know know you. Right. What type of person are you? Are you the type to start something and quit tomorrow? Right. People want to invest in something that's going to stand the test of time because right. people get emotionally invested invested to stuff before they put their dollars out there That's first. True. And so you have to be consistent enough for people to spend their money with you. Right. That's true. So, and what's crazy. I, I love that note. I never thought of it, but while you were saying that I was just thinking and I'm like, man, like when my siblings and my close friends and people that know me, when they like share my stuff and listen to my music and hit me up and tell me this, cause they know me, right? you know? So by me being authentic to M a, it's not this make-believe stuff that they, 
Bro, that's not true. They don't want to hear. Right. So when they really know me, they like, oh, man, I love the song and this. I had one of my big cousins come by the job the other day, and he was like, man, bro, that new one you put out, I, I got it on repeat. Me and the mm-hmm. wife, I listen, and it felt good because that's family listening to it. But at the same time, it's nothing that's on a record that's going to make them be like, hold up. That ain't you. Come on, man. What is you talking <laughs> about? <laughs> this is made up. No. And, and I'm, I'm not knocking that because one thing I do understand, too, I tell a lot of people that also – it's 2020, and I grew up in a generation with, you know, we was big on the New Orleans music. So mm-hmm. I had friends that lived in New Orleans, so our biggest thing was, man, BG really liked that, so just Slim really liked that. And right. when they validated that, it was like, wow, it made us like the music more. But I also understand music is a form of art because I tell people, when you look at, I got him on my shirt, so that's my favorite rapper. Pop. When you look at Tupac. What Tupac did compared to what Louisiana rappers do, because we in a place where a lot of our rappers die. Tupac left New York, started beefing with New York, <laughs> representing where he wasn't from, living a lifestyle that he really wasn't, dude was in, like, performing us and all that. You right. see what I'm saying? Not saying that you can't grow into a gangster and all that, but everybody, even when you do your research, it's like, man, he got around Suge now. Suge had all the resources, all that. So it's easy to feel, man, I got this muscle. It's right. up. You know what I'm saying? Not saying Pac real or fake, but what I'm saying is, if an artist in 2020, especially from South Louisiana, from Baton Rouge to New Orleans, do that. Even Lafayette. They, it's serious out here. From Lafayette to New Orleans, really done that. No, I can't come from Port Island, West Baton Rouge, and start making records about Baton Rouge and get with some Lafayette guys, and now it's Lafayette versus Baton Nobody, the Lafayette people not rocking with that. Nope. The Baton Rouge people. No, that wouldn't happen. But at the same time, Tupac was an artist. So when he was able to paint pictures with words in that form of music, even though if he wasn't 100% thug life or really gangbanging or thugging, the way he was able to create those records resonated with people right. who was in that lifestyle. So also we can't, that's why I don't knock it. If you're able to create those records and those guys can understand it and live, I think that's why Rick Ross is so big in that lane because the way he make the music is like a soundtrack for those guys that live in that lifestyle. But you have you know? to know how to be able to storytell right. and tell from and a third a person talent. perspective exactly. and yeah like you said that is that is talent in itself because a lot of people they want to use that first person position right like and it then was it, me. right 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 and it come across as fake and right. then if i know know you right. i am not about to support right. you uh-uh. I don't that, care. And that's I, why we'd be like on uh-uh. facebook with these guys like and, really bro that was not you Stop lying. <laughs> and then you, you know you got kids and stuff you're telling the kids to make believe stories right it wasn't like that i went exactly. to school with your daddy he, he used to run <laughs> And he wasn't on the track team. Stop lying to them babies. Exactly, bro. man. That is real spit right there. So how do you prepare for a studio session? Are there any rituals that you do before creating? And what's crazy, I'm I'm superstitious, but with my music, mm-hmm. nah. And I remember watching a, a Jay-Z documentary in college, and I was like, man, Jigger, right like me. Like, you got to put the track on, and the track got to inspire me. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like the beat, that's why I like having good relationships with my producers. Mm-hmm. Because once they understand my style and my song, they gonna send, like, man, Broderick sent me some telemade beats. Like, they gonna send stuff to me that's gonna resonate mm-hmm. with me. Like, all the producers I work with are like that. But once the music come on and I'm able to listen and we vibing and, you know, I get my concept first and... 90, about 90% of the times, I'm going to write the hook first. Sometimes I'm going to start off with the verse. That's just my own thing. But I kind of want a concept and an understanding of where we're going with the direction of the music. Then I'm able to fill everything else in. But it's no real, like, okay, I need to be doing this and that. Nah, it's kind of just I let the music come. And I think that also comes from a place of being myself that 
oh, this beat make me feel like that. I always tell people I'm I'm mood right. Mm-hmm. You know, like whatever mood I'm in or whatever mood the music put me in, that's what I'm able to put in, and that's using real life experiences. Like I'm not a a jig rapper, or a club rapper, so I don't need high up tempo. Now I might need some samples sometimes. You know, where I could tell some stories, get deep or whatever. It's just depending on so, and I think that's a blessing of being versatile where I'm able to just create any kind of music that yeah. fits the moment, you know? And and being around production for so long for all these years, I think a super important element is what type of producer do you have? Right. Do you have a producer that's trying to emulate what other producers are doing? Right. Do you have an authentic producer? Do you have a, pro- like, like I like to uh, hear when artists say, Grin, can you make me a beat like such and such? Right. <laughs> And then we be like, well, can you rap like Pac? <laughs> right. And you want to look like you're crazy. And but it's the same thing because right. those producers are artists too. Right. And so when you come here with an agenda right. and trying to sound like something or somebody else, you taking away from the whole creative element right. and taking away of some, taking away something that could be magnificently right. great. Right. But if you would just come in here and let's just create right. and see what comes out of there and right. not with a set agenda. Right. It would be a lot better. I see, and I'm I'm blessed. I don't know if it's my track picking, but I'm probably right now I'm linked up with about five to seven producers that's in the phone that that's I work awesome. with. But all of them have a wide range, mm-hmm. you know. So the music is different. Like I'm not big on having one producer that's he's in this lane. Like this only mm-hmm. kind of because if I'm not always stuck there, or it's cool, I might get one or two beats from you, but we're not gonna form a relationship. All the ones I have a relationship with. They can make any kind of music. So like you said, that whole creating and vibing and we're able to create art. And to me, I want to be able to paint pictures with words. Right. Even if it's like, yeah, something simple, I still want to be able to put some bars and metaphors on it where you have a line you could think in like, oh, man, that's crazy. Even if it's something catching up tempo, I still want to be able to shine my creativity as an artist on it. I don't want to be small and in a box with it. So... That's big with the producers, too. Like, if they not able to stretch their wide range, it's kind of going to be hard for us to have a long, sustained working relationship with it. That makes sense. And when you said about painting pictures, like, I'm a visual listener. Right. Like, I like, when I'm listening to music, I like to be able to see. Like, if an artist say, I'm flipping corners in a 64 or something, I I could actually see see you flipping corners in a 64. So that's the type of music that I like to listen to. So... I just love artists like you. I appreciate it. I I do. I do. So at what age did you decide that music was a career path that you wanted to pursue? Oh, well, I got into it at like 11. But I think when I really wanted to pursue it, around 14, 15, because I grew up with that 106 in Park, but like Free and AJ. Uh I grew up with Free and AJ. The very beginning. Yes, I wanted to sit on the couch. (laughs) You know, I was in a group with my big bro, shout out Jay Rick. I wanted to sit on the couch on side. He was going to have to sit either by AJ or on side me. I went, I had the, like the free spot. <laughs> you know, we had agreed to that. You know what I'm saying? I was the youngin' in the group. So, you know, but that was my motivation. That's when I was like, man, we want to do a series. And then back then, you still had record label aspirations, but you wanted to get on and we going to create our own thing after that. We want right. our own cash money, no limit or whatever, you know. But when that didn't work out, the independent grind became so much more. It's like, well, man, that don't make sense. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's not even important. Like, we got to be able to do this to generate money, handle our business, and then be able to create something that we can pass on and while we still here to use it. 
have a platform for others to be able to reap the benefits from it. Right. So I say by 15, 16, I really wanted to get serious with it instead of just rapping the rap. Awesome. So what is the first rec- what is the first record that you could remember having on repeat growing up? Ah, oh, that's a tough one. Ah, <laughs> oh, UNLV, Dragon from the River. Man, everybody like that. Me, <laughs> me and you my husband were talking be. about that a couple of weeks ago when we was watching story. No Limit Chronicles. Wow. <laughs> I got a funny story, though. So I had like a little mongoose. Uh-huh. Bike, and I used to put my um, radio on the handlebars. Uh-huh. And I would just ride up and down the sidewalk. And I had that song on cassette. And it would play. That would be the only one that when I was out, like my little car, that would be the only one that I would play listening to. So Why? Yeah, I don't made know. Made you feel away. <laughs> and I liked it mystical, but I don't know. That was like my favorite. That's my top five disc record, too. But I don't know. It's just Yellow was so aggressive. It was dope, though. Yeah. It and was it was dope. Like the beat, how aggressive uh-huh. he was. It, I don't know. I just liked it in New Orleans music so mm-hmm. much when I was young. But, yeah, that's the first record. That I could like go to sleep listening to even majority of the stuff I didn't even understand what he was saying. But right, but you just vibed out yeah, with it. Yeah, that, that's my it first was hard, one. Man. That's very, That's a great question. Uh huh. So, what are you working on at this time, and where can people find your music? Um, well, you can go to blackmark5.com. That's B L A K K M A R C. The number five dot com. All my current music, and we in the process of uploading old stuff. On that, so and they got all my social media handles and everything right there. And we just right now we just working, creating new singles. But the main focus on the forefront is just pushing BGB third down and the first single like yeah right now. So we just still in mid work grinding. Awesome, awesome. So what is one thing that you like people to know about you that they may not know about you at this moment? Oh man, I'm kind of open book, but. That's a good question. You stumped me too. Uh, <laughs> I, I get. I just want them to know that you know I'm. I'm not trying to sell you nothing. I want to build a relationship. Like I want to cultivate an audience. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want you to just buy an album from me, some merch, come to a show or whatever, and all right, I'm on to the next. Like I want you to ride this whole ma thing out. Like let's just see what we can go. I'm big on unity and a collective effort. So everybody that rock with me, I want them to like rock, rock with me. That's what I want them to know. Cool deal. So, guys, if you'd like to connect with M.A., be sure to connect with him on Instagram at BlackMark5. That is B-L-A-K-K-M-A-R-C, the number five. And is there any other social media outlets that fans or supporters can connect with you on? Yeah, I'm super active on Snapchat. It's BGB underscore BlackMark5. Um, You can go to my Facebook, Mark Anthony. Mark Dash Anthony Alexander. But like I said, if you just go to my website, Blackmark5, B-L-A-K-K-M-A-R-C-5.com, like all my social media links on there, Twitter, everything. So you can just connect from me from there and all the music and up-to-date information, you know, as we get it, will be posted on the website. Awesome. So in closing, what would you say to inspire someone listening today? Man, I would say just um, educate yourself. Like, And if you have a dream and a passion, man, just ride it out. Like, I've been grinding. You know, it's it's nothing or no one until my time is up that's going to stop me from doing it. You know what I'm saying? I'm blessed, you know. Wife is support me and my kids involved. They like awesome, they, awesome. they mad at daddy because we had a project that we were supposed to be working on. <laughs> and we got the artwork done. And we haven't recorded one song. That's okay. It's coming. Yeah, I'm going to get them. I got my little boy with me right now. So I'm going to get them in the studio. But um, 
Yeah, I just want you to just to do it. it. Don't matter how young, how old. Don't let all that outside stuff that that's noise, that's BS, that ain't real. Like if it's for you, it's in your heart, and it's gonna come in God time. We gotta put our timing on His clock, and it's gonna work out when it's supposed to work out. But in the meantime, all you can control is what you could do, and that's grinding. Like really hustle, you know what I'm saying? Really handle your business, and at the minimum, you can learn something, grind, figure it out, keep pushing until it happens. You know what I'm saying? And don't sell yourself. And when I say sell, like not selling out and all that, but don't you own that crowd. You know what I'm saying? Own right. your ownership. Like if somebody want to work with you, I'm pro partnership. I'll work with anybody. Let's get the money together. Mm-hmm. You know, but don't take advantage of what I'm doing to reap your pocket. So don't sell yourself for nothing. You know what I'm saying? Stand on it. Like P said, and that's true. If them people willing to give you a million dollars, chances are you work 10. Because they going to only give you about 10% of your true value. Right. You know what I'm saying? So don't get gassed up with, I get some of the weirdest comments what's crazy once i didn't really started promoting and networking and getting on these platforms that people view value mm-hmm. they have some off the wall people slide in my dm like it's weird like i can only imagine what <laughs> famous people go right. through because it'd be some stuff i might have to show my girl or send to my little brother like man it's crazy you know people. it's crazy but don't don't get the big head with that. If you stay focused, like I'm focused right now. So that'd be like entertainment is nothing to derail me off of, okay, cool, I'm about to just go with them because it's, no. You know stay what I'm saying? Humble. Stay focused, stay humble, and push through it. It's going to work eventually. Like, I feel like I'm reaping the reward and I understand it's just the beginning. Right. Scratching the surface, but keep grinding. It's going to come. And don't compare yourself to nobody else. I had a pastor one time said, when you break down comparison, that's just comparing sins. You see what I'm saying, man? None of us perfect, man. Just do you. Right. It's you and it's your time. It's going to be your time. You know what I'm saying? And when it's my time, it's going to be my time. It is what it is. You spit some good gems. Yeah, gems coming probably, I say, about 2035. I'm going to hang it up. <laughs> I'm going to be Look, straight record executive. There you executive. go and put the time limit on 2036, it. 2036, right. 2030, I'm going to be straight record executive. Like soups, all the, all the people, the stuff that we don't like about the, I'm going to be 2036, that's me just in no, the office. you going to be one of them. Telling artists, look, sound like such and such. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and I wanted to say that before we go to all jokes aside though, but like, that's what I wouldn't want to sign a record there for. Like, right now, Lil Baby is one of the hottest rappers in the game. And I like his music a lot. Mm-hmm. I could never rap like that. But if right. you sign to somebody, they just looking at, like Tupac said that, they just looking at the charts, what's people buying and selling. They're going to be like, oh, go sound like such and such. So they're going to give you that advance and that budget to go in the studio and record 10 records sounding like that. When you bring it back, the consumers, we not, man, come on, man, you tripping. They not right. even going to buy that. So now it didn't work out. Gonna feel like it didn't work. I can't make it in this game just because you sold out to people who not really in our culture. They don't understand that. That's why I stand by what Dame say with the culture vultures. That's real. They come over here, take what we doing, stealing our money, and make money off of it instead of us just standing together, unified. Because if it's us, guess what? You gonna tell me, say, bro, you tripping? You don't sound. Go do you. Right. They not gonna say that. They gonna be, you know. Hopefully it is working. We can make some money. If it don't work, cool. Just you know what I'm saying. It is right. what it is. We'll go. Recoup that off the next artist, you know what I'm saying? So we got to understand that. Please, man, all my independent artists, bro, it's not hard. I'm telling you, it's a lot of work and it's timing, but it's your work and it's your time. So invest in yourself. You know right. what I'm saying? If you ain't going to do it for you, who will? Yeah. You know, And, and that leads, that. That, I, know it's, I know we say it was going to close, but that leads back with how you value yourself. Right. And if you know yourself. Right. Because once you know who you are, 
You ain't giving no discounted rates. I know my value, right? Exactly. I know my value. That's why I'm not even trying to do features. And and forgive me, I don't use the word turn. That's why I'm not in the process of doing features and working with other. I'm busy building my own brand. Like, it's value over here. And they're going to have guys saying, oh, he doing this, he doing that. Let me get them low. Nah, bro, don't. You have to be selfish sometimes. Yeah, you're going to come over here and I'm going to offend you. I'm just being real. I have a feature price. So I'd rather us just not work right Right. now because I'm busy building. And you have to be selfish sometimes within the process because if you're not selfish, then you're going to be split everywhere Everywhere. and you're not going to get anything done. Right. right? And so some people don't understand that. Uh, He about him. No, 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 no. I have to put enough time and attention right. at this point right now right. to make sure that it flourishes. Right. I'm in the kitchen cooking. How right. am I going to let you eat off my plate? I only got enough to just feed me. <laughs> let me finish cooking. We all going to eat. Believe me. Especially if you rock with me, you know what it is. Awesome. Like, and I'm blessed with that. The team, solid. All the affiliates, the people that. And one thing, too. I feel that's the Lord, like, just have me on the right path. The right people cross my path. And I have a spirit when the wrong ones do. Oh, yeah. So I don't even have to associate with that. So everybody that is really down, man, it's, it's all good and it's beneficial. We all going to work together for the greater good. So that's that's huge. And you when know? you say team, that's the last time. We're going to close after all this. Right, but when close. you say team, it made me think. Because everybody, when I got my people with me, I got my team with me. No, 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 no. A team is not an entourage. Right. A team is a group of people that come together and everybody have a, an assignment, right. a job, and right. working towards a common goal to right. get it done. We have a role. We right. A so team. you might have a manager. You might have your producers. You might have your publicist, your marketing guy. Everybody is doing something to further M.A. Right. And see, what we do over here with our jerseys, we don't have a last name on the back. We don't even wear numbers. We just had a logo on the front because that's the goal for us to win a championship. So it might look like I'm the star player shooting a ball, but for the most part, it's other people doing stuff to probably give me the ball. Right. Like I play basketball, so they might have to set screens. They might have to pass it, dribble, box people out, get the rebound, make sure we get it back in the goal. And if in I'm being guarded, shot. somebody else could get the shot and put it in. As long as we win, that's what it's about. Awesome. You know, and a lot of people don't, a lot of people want to be the man on the cover. And I'm serious, I'm going to wrap it up. But I think going back to me looking at Master P, understanding in fifth, sixth grade, that executive producer name, even though it was Silk the Shocker on the cover, I was like, I don't need to be the man in the front. Right. I could be the man in the background, making sure this work for the common goal as a little child. So not in position to do that for myself. I'm accumulating people who have that same mind frame, mm-hmm. and we just doing it together like Anybody that be tripping and need to shine in it, I can't associate with that. Oh, no, neither me. It it has to be us. You said something key because I was always wanting to play the background role, Right. right? But sometimes you have to come from the back. Right. In order to get the engine going. Right. Because... The star player may not show up. Right. So you got to take that role in order to get it going until the star player shows up. So if anybody got that mentality... Just know you might have to come from the back right. and show up. And shout out my little bro, Dino. That's my business part. We do everything together, and that's his biggest goal for me. You know, we've been doing it so long. His thing is like, see, big bro, you going to do it right now. Uh-huh. You going to be the right. But when we build the roster, you see you going to be the Jay-Z. Like, I don't uh-huh. even need a verse from you or whatever. <laughs> and that's the truth. Like, you might have to do it like that. Let me put in all this work, grind, to build it, set it up. And then I might have an artist come in five, ten years, and he be the one to blast it off. But I had to put in all that work to build it. Right. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of people don't understand that they want all the accolades, all the success they want. 
Nope. No, this this is not tennis. This music right. business is not a one man sport at it's all. It's definitely not. At all. Definitely not. And I feel like a lot of artists they they kind of trip themselves up because they want to wear all the hats. They right. want to be the manager. They want to be the producer. They right. want to be the artist. They want to make the the artwork. <laughs> they want to be the marketing guy, the publicist. They right. want to go do shows. They want to do it all. And then they're not getting anything and what, done. And what I like with that, too, because I was like that at first, years ago. But what I understood, man, if you read and learn about that stuff, you know, I'm a harder producer to produce. And I'm going to be able to understand what the production should be. And I'm going to work with somebody who's going to explain to me so I can grow in that area. I'm going to get the artwork dude to do the artwork. And, I, you know, so you can wear the hat of knowledge to have an understanding. Right. So you're not maybe being choice more or not getting the right quality or whatever but physically doing all that nah. on top of is it's not gonna be right i don't care how talented you are you're gonna wear yourself out and then nobody's gonna want to work with you because you want to do everything. everything you gotta let people play this it's drink. a team you want to do everything <laughs> man let me get a verse on that you want all the verses you want all, <laughs> all the good work. beats for yourself <laughs> in a video you like the older one you're pushing me out the camera come on man you're doing everything bro it's a team sport I like know your role jabroni like the rock shut your mouth <laughs> And I appreciate well, this you was having awesome, me here man. Too, I enjoyed having you. But before we get out, please do us the honors by introducing this next cut. All right, this is my first single off BGB Third Down, title Like Yeah, produced by the Homie Fam. We go way back. I hope you enjoyed. I appreciate you, MA. We love having you on the show. Stay tuned.
like yeah, like yeah, like yeah, like yeah. Paper chasing in this bitch, so run it up. Money tucked out, we were stuck, you out of luck. The whip is up, I done came back in a truck. Like yeah, like yeah, like yeah, like yeah. What if it was possible to get local fresh groceries delivered right to your front door? You could finally take up kickboxing with all that free time. Well, Instacart gives you unlimited grocery delivery for one low monthly fee. Way better than those other guys that nickel and dime you every time you use their app. Forgot that one special ingredient you needed to make mom's secret recipe? Instacart can deliver it to your front door in as little as one hour. You can shop multiple stores, see deals in your area to help you save money, and every item is hand-selected by shoppers based on your preferences. No more rock-hard avocados or smashed bread. Oh, and they keep your eggs safe, too. To start your 14-day free trial and to take advantage of free delivery on your first order over $35, follow the link in the show notes to let Instacart know that we've sent you and to support the show. Instacart, never set foot in a grocery store again. Podcast is a great way to promote your business or brand. It could be a great way to get your message across to the masses. If you're a podcast junkie like us, podcasting can be easy as a one, two, three with Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout gets your show listed in every major podcast platform. You get a great looking podcast website, audio players that you can drop into other websites, detailed analytics to see how people are listening, tools to promote your episodes, and more. To start your own podcast and get a $20 Amazon gift card, following the link in the show notes, let's Buzzsprout know that we've sent you and help support our show. Buzzsprout, the easiest way to start a podcast. We hope you enjoyed the music segment. If you're vibing with the songs featured on today's show, be sure to show support to that artist. Support means a like, a follow, a share, a stream, or a comment. And guys, don't forget the new merch line for the show is Intentional State of Mind, a.k.a. ISM. There is something for everyone. There is shirts, totes, color-changing mugs, regular mugs, mask coverings, mask chains, caps, plus more. Guys, I also put together some bundle deals based on the hot items that people were purchasing so that you can get a little bit more for your money. So there's bundle deals up there, guys. Be sure to look for that. And guys, always remember that when you shop at onesonewonescene.com, you are also supporting the show. Those dollars goes towards the show. It also goes towards our community efforts that we are gearing towards, guys. Plus, you get to wear some cool gear in the meantime with a powerful message. So don't forget to go to onesoundonescene.com now and browse the site and see all what we have to offer, guys. We appreciate your love and support. It goes a long way, guys. Thanks so much. Now, it's time for our Listener location segments, guys, that are tuning in each week. If you're new to the show, the suspenseful music is there to let you know that I am about to dismantle these names. Guys, it is not on purpose. I promise. Pay attention because your city may be called on today's show. I apologize in advance for mispronouncing the names of these locations. So shout out to Mandeville, Louisiana. Now, I ain't even going to try to attempt to say this. So it is S. R O D M I E S C I E Mazovia Peshawar Kyber P A K H T U N K H W A Charleston, South Carolina Johannesburg uh, Galting Galting I apologize, guys uh, Hagerstown, Maryland 
Ooh, all clear, Wisconsin. Panvel. M-A-H-A-R-A-S-H-T-R-A. Middleton, New Jersey. Uh, Goche, Mississippi. Kirkwood, Missouri. And West Lafayette, Indiana. Thanks, guys, so much for tuning in and sharing week after week. Um... We appreciate you so, so much, guys. We love you. It gets me super excited whenever I see, you know, the countries and the cities. That's why I'm up here, guys, giving you my gratitude and my appreciation because each week I see the show is growing. And we definitely built this from the bottom up with no knowledge of prior podcasting or marketing or anything. We're, we are just following a passion and... um just trying to shine light on people who deserve it and do what we love to do. So thank you guys so much. We appreciate y'all from the bottom of our hearts. Ever thought about becoming a knowledge junkie? To do so, go to patreon.com forward slash one style one scene or grab the Patreon link from the show notes below. There you'll have access to exclusive content and community while supporting the show. We look forward to adding you to our knowledge junkie family. We appreciate your support and we thank you in advance. Now it's time for our listener review segment where we read reviews and give you our response to the reviews left by our listeners. Guys, this is one of my favorite parts of the show, guys. Please, please, please send us your review. So we get our reviews either on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, from our website, or on our social media platforms. So be sure to follow us there and leave us some feedback because your comment may be actually uh, one of the ones to make the show. And we give y'all the real. We don't sugarcoat nothing. We, we we will read it verbatim, word for word, good, bad, or indifference. Regardless, it is part of the show. So we appreciate it all. Now, this review is from Peggy Garrett, left on onesoundonescene.com. She said, this is absolutely amazing. Although she had heard Brandy's story before, it brings new perspective every time. Thank you, Elena, for the avenue you created to get the word out about all these topics. Now, guys, Peggy is referring to episode 15 titled Social Media Etiquette with Brandon Specialist. I'm sorry, with Brandon Strategist, Brandy Landry. If you're interested in hearing that episode, be sure to go to onesoundonescene.com and look for episode 15. And you could hear all the amazing things that were shared on that particular episode. But thank you so much for tuning in, Peggy Garrett. We really appreciate you for taking the time out of your day and send us some love and feedback. Let's get social and be a part of our community. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at onesoundonescene.com to stay in the know about what's up and coming. If you're an independent artist with positive music and would like an artist spotlight featured on our up and coming shows or to have an in-depth interview, be sure to email us for more info. To qualify, make sure you have at least four sample-free radio versions of your original music that's not promoting violence or drugs to info at onesoundonescene.com. Please note that any music that does not meet all the criteria mentioned will not be featured on the show. If you're an entrepreneur or have a business and you'd like to know how to get your brand featured on the show, be sure to email us at info at onesoundonescene.com. We offer live mobile interviews where we go to your place of business. We also offer advertising slots and digital ads to be featured on the show and on all social platforms. If you like hanging with us, be sure to tune in every Wednesday at 6 a.m. for new episodes. All links to the show as well as social media links and emails mentioned in today's episode is included in the show notes, so be sure to look for that. Also, please remember to subscribe, leave us some feedback so that we can connect with you. 
Well, this concludes episode 21 of our show. It's been super fun. Thanks again for tuning in to One Sound, One Scene podcast. Again, I'm your girl, Elena Marie. Have a great rest of your day. And always remember, if you help enough people get what they want, you will always get what you want. Aspire, inspire, and pour into others. Until next time, folks, One Sound, One Scene, I am outie. One sound, one scene, one love, one team, one vision, one dream. It's way more than it seems. Aspire, inspire, and we pouring in the others. We gotta stay unified. We gotta support each other. One sound, one scene, one love, one team, one vision, one dream. It's way more than it seems. Aspire, inspire, and we pouring in the others. We gotta stay unified. We gotta support each other. I double tap my people picture. I show them love anywhere. Social media in person. I'm showing love anywhere. Give them flowers while they live in sweet aroma in the air. Trying to hurt you, just stay away from them Like a post, even comment and share for thousands everywhere One sound, one scene, pouring our love everywhere You ain't vibing positive, we don't want it, we don't care All your negative energy, you can keep it over there This music is therapeutic and enrichment for the soul Become one with the instruments, let melodies take control Reach another, teach another, and together we will go Incorporate the law of reciprocity, reaching for more One sound, one scene, one love, one team, one vision, one dream It's way more than it's One dream is way more than it seems. Aspire, inspire, and we pouring in the others. We gotta stay unified. We gotta support each other. We gotta stay unified. We gotta stay unified. One side, one scene. One side, one scene. One vision, one dream. One vision, one.